Hello, and welcome to another message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry, where we aspire to live life on purpose through the sharing of God's Word. Here is Pastor Nate with today's message. Hello, and welcome to today's message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry. Thank you for joining us for the Sunday service and of the, for the sharing of God's Word. Uh, here we study, learn, and abide in our personal journeys as we go through our daily walk with Christ. One thing I know for sure is that there is our way and there is God's way. Father, we thank you for this time of fellowship, this time to join together with other believers and non-believers, to delve into your word for nourishment, for fulfillment, for direction, for discernment, and for all of the, the spiritual nutrients that we need to help us in our daily lives. Father, we ask that you open our ears and our minds and our hearts uh, to be receptive to the teachings of your word for the knowledge that you have placed uh, within the truths uh, to be transferred uh, from this vehicle, your vehicle, um, your errand boy, to those hearts and minds and ears that uh, need to hear this, that will benefit from hearing this, and that will help them live more enriching and fulfilling lives. God, we, can, we thank you for today. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for your word, and we thank you for the gift of your son. This we ask and pray in Jesus' name, amen. So today I, I want to talk about um, all of the, the benefits of worry. Oh, that would be a very quick message. <laughs> no, I want to talk about worry. Um, this is something that, that we deal with and um, if you don't mind today, I'm probably going to just speak to myself and you just get benefit of, of hearing that. I'm going to take the text from today from Matthew uh, 6, 25 through 34. And this is um, a lengthy one, but it's, it's a story that we're going we're gonna to tell. I'm going to tell talking about worry. And in verse 25, it says, I tell you, do not worry. Don't worry about your life and what you will eat or drink. And don't worry about your body and what you will wear. Isn't there more to life than eating? Aren't there more important things for the body than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They don't plant or gather crops. They don't put away crops in storerooms. But your Father in heaven feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they are? Can you add even one hour to your life by worrying. And why do you worry about clothes? See how the wildflowers grow? They don't work or make clothing. But here is what I tell you. Not even Solomon in all of his glory was dressed like one of these flowers. If that is how God dresses the wild grass, won't he dress you even better? After all, the grass is here only today. Tomorrow it is thrown in the fire. Your faith is so small. So don't worry 
Don't say, what will I eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear? People who are ungodly run after all of these things. Your Father who is in heaven knows that you need them. But put, God, put God's kingdom first. Do what he wants you to do. Then all these things will also be given to you. So don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So the subject topic title of today's message is, When We Worry, We Waste. Worrying is pointless, what I want you to take away from this. 91%, the research has been done, recent research, and 91% of the time, what we worry about never comes to pass, never happens. And that number is somewhere between 91 and 92. We could actually round it up. So I want to talk about what we can and should uh, do about worry to stop it. The first point I want to make, and it starts with defining what is worry. It is very important to know the meaning of that word. It seems so simplistic, but it, it has great depth to it of, of its purpose and use. Um, especially against us. So worry, being perpetually, perpetually uneasy, anxious and worried, distraught, distracted, distressed, harassed, tormented, troubled, to disturb or destroy one's peace of mind by repeated or persistent tormenting attacks. Annoy, bedevil, gnaw, hassle, needle, pester, plague, tease, bother, fret, vex, trouble, afflict, torture, and oppress. Those are powerful words that have great meaning, and those are the biblically defined definition of worry, worrying. And if we understand the negative impact of the word worry, the likelihood, the chances of us worrying, hopefully will reduce. What we, what we tend to do in our minds in, in this worrying thing is we, we create this what-if monster in our minds. What if this were to happen? Or what if that doesn't happen? Or what if he or she does or doesn't do that? Or what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? And it becomes this gigantic, gigantic monster that teases us at first, bothers us, we fret over it, and that then can lead to torture that disturbs, robs, steals our peace from us. And then from that action, it oppresses us. So the implications of worry are very negative. And some some might be saying, I, I don't really want to hear that. You know, uh, what if you were in my shoes? Uh, probably, well, dealing with challenges in life is not a competition. We all face those. Some of them cause trauma to us. And each of us have our own 
uh, ability, uh, aptitude to 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 deal with those. What will frighten one person has no meaning. The other person could care less. The point is, we all are prone to, susceptible to worrying, and the negative impact of that worrying it doesn't serve us. And 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 there are folks, plenty of folks that have had to to deal with worry. In 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 the book of John, Jesus was was speaking of being the good shepherd. And, and being a gate for man so so that they be they they can be saved and John 10 and 10 it says the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy I have come so that so that they can have life I want them to have it in the fullest possible way so here the thief is the enemy to kill steal and destroy so if the thief the enemy can tease you, torment you, oppress you, steal your thief. That's one of the ways. It's one of the doors the enemy comes in to rob us of our peace, to rob us of our our focus, to distract us, to to cause us to get off the path, to cause us to doubt God. And and that's a way in. So you don't have to live a, a life of complete disregard for God, a life of sin, to to be off the mark, you, you can be susceptible by allowing the enemy to attack your mind. And that's through the worry. In Matthew 6 and 26, it talks about the, the birds. Verse 26, look at the birds of the air. They don't plant or gather crops. They don't put away crops in storerooms, but your Father who is in heaven feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they are. So, you know, I don't remember the last time I was sitting at a stoplight and a bird came up and knocked on my window, rolled the window down. He said, hey, you know, you, you got some food? <laughs> Never happened. The birds eat. The squirrels eat. The insects, they have places to go. The bushes, the flowers, the trees. They don't worry. Well, you might say, of course they do. They're worried about being dinner. No, they're cautious. They take actions to try to avoid such things from occurring. And should they be chased, there's adrenaline that kicks in. And adrenaline can be, in short spurts, a good thing. But I, I, I can guarantee you they don't sit around comfortably in their nests, in trees, worrying. They simply know the food is going to be there. They simply know that they'll, they'll be taken care of. I haven't seen starving animals, even in droughts, where the water, the rain doesn't come. Trees somehow manage through it. So the point there is, aren't we more important? Those, those, those things are, 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 are taken care of. Um, the second point I want to make is, is have faith and trust God. He values you. Again, I want to go back to Matthew 6 and 26. Aren't you worth more than they are? Verse 27 says, can you add even one hour to your life by worrying? I want to pause there for a second. How has worrying helped you? I'll, I'll, I'll wait. Right. It probably helped you the same way it helped me. It didn't. Now, 
certain types of worry can can lead to a weight loss plan not the way you want to lose weight that that's not healthy <laughs> for me it has led to a weight gain um all the weight everybody else lost i found it it you, there's no value whatsoever you're, you're not going to extend your life through worrying about something that has a 91% chance of never happening. But you can shorten your life by causing yourself stress through worrying. Verse 28 goes on to say, and why do you worry about clothes? See how the wildflowers grow? They don't work or make clothing. But here is what I tell you, not even Solomon in all of his glory was dressed like one of these flowers. So basically there, what is saying, Solomon, the wealthiest person ever known to have lived, had everything. He didn't look as good as the flowers. Flowers don't worry. But the flowers are made to look beautiful. God created them, cared for them, takes care of them. And then 30, if that is how God dresses the wild grass, won't he dress you even better? After all, the grass is only here today. Tomorrow it's thrown into to the fire. Your faith is so small. In the Amplified, Matthew 6 and 32 says, For the Gentiles, heathen, wish for and crave and diligently seek all these things. And your heavenly Father knows well that you need them. So again, what do we have to gain by worry? There's, there's, there's nothing. What do we have to lose? Our peace, our focus, um, our well-being, our physical health, our mental health. And if we take it too far, we, we can lose relationships. We can uh, lose jobs. We can lose things that we, we need. Worrying, we're too distracted and focused on worrying about something. And we can take it all the way up to losing our life worrying, being fixated and focused on. There's, there's, there's scriptural references to say what you focus on, you bring into your life. So why am I going to focus on something I don't want instead of being focused on that that I need and do want? Have hope. In Jeremiah 29, 11, it talks about God is talking to his people. They were taken captive from their land in Jerusalem and forced to leave Jerusalem to go to live in Babylon by the evil king Nebuchadnezzar, the infamous person in the Bible. Jesus said to them, I know the plans I have for you, announces the Lord. I want you to enjoy success. I do not plan to harm you. I will give you hope for years to come. That's hope and a future. They were having to live there for 77, seven years, 70 years. But he said, I have a plan for you. I want you to have hope and I want you to have a future. The last point I want to make is put God first. Here's how you get through this worry thing. In Matthew 6 and 23, but put God's kingdom first. Do what he wants you to do then all those things will be given to you. In the Amplified, it says, but seek, aim at, and strive after, first of all his kingdom 
and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. And then all these things taken together will be given to you. Being on the path that God wants you to be on will have you desiring the things he wants to give you. I'm going to say that again. Being on the path that God wants you to be on will have you desiring the very things he wants to give you. He wants you to have. He wants them to be in your life. He wants you to enjoy them, whether in some respects it may be possessions, having a roof over your head, a bed to sleep in, having transportation to get to where it is that you need to get to, to fulfill and be the gift that he wants you to be, whether it's in relationships, being with the right people, whether it's even in the career. Here's the, here's the vo vocation. Here's where I, 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 I want you to be so you can let my light shine through you, he says. Peace. Being able to relax having some, 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 some comforts. The, 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 <laughs> it is not about living a impoverished uh, life somewhere in a cave where you are suffering. It's, God wants to enjoy the things that he gave man the mind to create, the good things. So how do I know? what he wants me to do. His answer's there. Psalms 119 and 105. Your word is like a lamp that shows me the way. It is the light, it is like a light that guides me. Very popular in the King James Version is, your word is like a, 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 a lamp uh, unto my feet and a light in my path. So by reading and seeking comfort in the word of God. That's how we know what he wants us to do. So rather than worrying, I'm going to pick up the, 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 the manual. Some des describe it as an acronym, Bible, B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions before leaving earth. I'm going to, the, the answers are with, he's given them to us. He gave them to us a long time ago. Where if we look and search and read, we will find peace. We will find discernment. We will find an escape from that torment of warrior. We will find a barrier of protection, a boundary to shield and protect us from that worry, from that anxiety that, 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 that comes along with it. I, I mean, I don't know of anyone who has caused themselves worry with a, and then caused that to, to get indigestion and have an upset stomach that enjoys that. It can be paralyzing. It, it, can, be, it, it can be very challenging, to say the least. And, and, and so as you're looking for what he wants me to do, looking in, it's in faith. And, and basically, it's have faith in, in the numbers. No, not the lottery numbers. Numbers 23 and 19. Verse 19 goes, God isn't a mere man. He can't lie. He isn't a human being. He doesn't change his mind. He speaks, and then he acts. He makes a promise, and then he keeps it. I know for certain 
with my life that that verse is emphatically, categorically, undeniably true. I know there were times where it looked impossible in front of me, and I thought my way through that was to worry about it. The more I worried about it, then that's what I was supposed to do to get through it. Facing homelessness, facing uh, um, relationship challenges, facing uh, life or death in, in other aspects, having lost a, a career, right? Having gone broke. And, and you, how am I going to survive? Some people worry about losing their job. Others have lost it. How am I going to put food on the table? Uh, they're, they're, the financial challenges can surface unexpectedly through a, through a broken down car or an accident or an event that occurs, something that could be completely outside of our control. And then we worry, and then we get, well, how, how, how are we going to, what if, and we start going, and then I, I had to go to the Word and, and, and understand and recall the, the, the Word in, in my, that I had read in my heart to say, God, I, I trust you. I'm going to do or I am doing what you ask me to do. I trust that you will provide. There's a passage in the Bible where it talks about that manna, for people, the, the, his, his people were out in the desert and they needed food and manna came from the sky. I, I, I feel like I have received, benefited from 21st century manna. Facing homelessness, but never got there. It, it, it clearly didn't go without too many meals, right? Things that I thought were imminent disaster. When I worried about things, you know that 91% never happens? Yeah, well, that other nine, eight, nine percent sometimes that would happen because I was so fixated on it. I was so focused on it. I was so, oh, you know, this, this bad thing is going to happen. Well, oh, and then was I surprised when it did? But when I turned my focus and into my faith and I leaned in say, God, you promise. You told me, you, 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 I'm doing your will. I, I, I have set out to do what you asked me to do. I'm going to trust in you. I am going to believe in you. Direct my path. God provide. And, and, and the, the impetus of that is in, in the Psalms 37 and 25. It says, I was once young and now I'm old. But I've never seen godly people deserted, and I've never seen their children begging for bread. In traditional scripture, it's, I've never have I seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed beg for bread. I know this. I've experienced this. I've never been forsaken. And I have faced some challenges in my life. But he's never turned his back on me. He has never left me hanging out there alone on my own right? He has instead provided, and even more important than the provision, was giving me that peace that surpasses all understanding in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the challenge. When I sought him, when I trusted in him, I received a calm, a release from the prison of torment, of worry, a, a, a dispelling 
of the the teasing and the distraction the the a, a protection from the enemy who's seeking to kill still and destroy i i received protection and comfort in his word in the eye of the storm in the midst of it things changed within before they changed external that is a powerful experience powerful that once you once you experience that you you then you get to say in a conversation you, you've never let me down you you've never forsaken me you've always been there and i appreciate that i i i i, I love you for that i don't have to worry i'm not even give that another thought if you if you take that thing away I know you can replace it with something better because that's what you have in mind for me. Or I didn't need it. In either case, I'll be better off without it. And then, then and finally, in Matthew 6 and 34, it says, so don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Our shoulders are 24 hours wide. That's it. We, we, we get into trouble when we start trying to pre-live the future. Tomorrow isn't even promised. So to worry about something that isn't guaranteed. Yes, the sun has risen and set day after day. But to worry about something tomorrow, God can work miracles. He can move mountains. I've seen it in my own life. There's things that he can do. So for me to, to, to worry, it's a sin is to not trust God, and how can I not trust someone who has been unfailing, who has never let me down? So our best defense against worry, pre-living the future, is to live in the present moment right now. This is what we have today, right now, this moment. I'm here. I'm not there. I'm here. I have breath in my body, and I can, I can praise i can worship worry is a waste all it does is reduce life it does not extend it when we worry literally chemicals fire off in the brain and those are negative chemicals that have negative it makes us sick negative consequences it increases stress and anxiety and it stunts our our, our creativity to problem solve we're so tense and we're so fixated and worried about something, we're not thinking about how to navigate through this. Worry is, is a joy and a hope thief. So your very straightforward way, instead of worry, four Ps, remember this, pray, praise, have patience, and you'll prosper. Let's say that again. Pray. God, I know you have my back. I know that you've seen the way that this is going to go already. If you, if you know the hairs on my head. Praise, I'm going to be thankful for everything that you've given me. I've made it to this point. I appreciate that. I'm going to have patience. I'm going to do it your way. And I know that I will prosper. Pray, praise, patience, and prosper. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity to once again fellowship with believers and non-believers alike, to partake of your word, 
to ingest, digest, and benefit from what value it gives us. God, I pray a special prayer of those who are fighting and wrestling with worry to help them break out of the bondage of worry through trusting and believing in you and your word. God, I pray that you help assist, undergird, and show up and show out in the lives of the people who have watched and are hearing this to show them who you are, to reward their belief in you with a breaking down of the obstacles, with a provision of wherever there is lack, with abundance wherever there is need, and fulfillment wherever there is doubt, unfulfillment, or being lost or unsure. God, fulfill them. Fill them with your presence. And, and for those that don't know you, God, I pray that they pray this prayer so that they can come to know you and have that relationship that will allow them to abide with you. And that prayer goes like, Father God, I know I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. I believe in my heart that your son Jesus died on the cross in my place and rose again so that I may be saved. I ask that you come into my heart and I accept your precious gift of salvation, victory over your sin and eternal life with you. All of these things we ask and pray in your son Jesus name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, you have accepted Christ into your life. Welcome to the first day of the rest of your life. Welcome to your new beginning. Welcome to a new way of thinking and being. I encourage you to read and study and immerse yourself in God's word so that you will be well equipped to manage the challenges that you are facing and will face here on earth. I ask that you share this message with others so that it will encourage them in their daily walk with Christ. And lastly, I ask that you consider supporting this ministry through giving. Not because simply I asked, but you feel God is leading you to do so. Give as he has prompted you to accomplish his works. Thank you for joining. We appreciate your support. And I hope you join us next Sunday. Until then, go and live your blessed life on purpose. Thank you for joining and worshiping with us today. I hope your soul was fed and thoughts stirred in the sharing of God's word, and that today's message will inspire you to live a godly life. Whether viewing on our website or one of the social media platforms, we ask that you consider supporting our ministry with a donation of any size. To do so, please visit our website at www. Dot gwtcm.org. That's www.gwtcm.org. We appreciate you and your support. We look forward to sharing God's message with you again. Until then, be well, blessed, and live a life on purpose.